Welcome to another episode of Cheat Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And here's your top stories in gaming. So this week, Nintendo and Sony announced their quarter- did their quarterly earnings, both to their investors, and reported how many systems have been sold and how well have the software how well have the software been doing. And Nintendo announced that their systems is now at for the Nintendo Switch, 36.87 million systems sold. Their top games has been Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sitting at 17.89, Super Mario Odyssey 14.94, Super Smash Brothers 14.73, Super Mario Party is sitting at 7 million. That's a surprise. Um, the Legend of Zelda, 13.61. Pokemon Let's Go, 10.98. And they revealed, of course, it wasn't included in this quarter, but Mario Maker 2 sold close to 3 million copies in 3 days worldwide. I don't know what else to say. It's this switch is a hit, and a lot of people are buying their first-party games. It's it's incredible how how they turned that ship after the Wii U. It's like this is incredible. Have other people. Bought Mario Kart 8. Half. I didn't know that. Ge- oh, I have it. But I didn't know it was really that popping. I mean, like, I'm sure that they're going, they're on, they're, they're definitely going to bring 9 to the Switch. They have to. That's like money sitting there. Um, it's incredible. Congratulations to Nintendo. And another person who deserves congratulations is Sony. Um, a hundred million systems sold. Ma'am. Ma'am. Sony did that this one. They did that this generation with PS4. Oh, they ate all that. I am so just I'm so happy for gaming. I'm not happy about the community because it's so divis- divisive, but um like business business is booming. It's unfortunate that um people don't know the numbers for the Xbox systems. Um 
saw that because I think they're like at 45 right now and the switch is about to pass them it's crazy oh and I also wanted to mention that the Nintendo Game Boy the original model has turned 30 this year my god It's insane. Congratulations all around. Well deserved. So, in other news, Nintendo, well, the creator of Smash Brothers, held the little direct and the heroes dlc this is the third one i believe the no 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 this is the second one the third one is um banjo kazooie um but yes the the um dragon quest heroes dlc he showed off you know some gameplay and the mechanics and what they can do and whatnot it's fun I'm going to try it out. It's available now. But for what they show, a lot of people are saying that it's a bit um, OP. But I'm sure that he's going to, you know, tweak it a little bit to where it's not like, you know, overpowering. Because a lot of people don't like that. Speaking of fighting games, um, I hope you guys are watching EVO 2019. I am going to be watching all of it. It's on this whole weekend. Get into it. They're streaming on YouTube. I'm sure on Twitch. On just pretty much everyone. So, um, yeah, get into it. There's a lot of gaming that's going to be. I think tonight it's starting off with... Um, Super, no, Street Fighter 5. But I'm gonna definitely watch um, Smash. A surprise announcement came on the heels of what's been going on. Nintendo has been in the news a lot. Okay, The Outer Worlds, which is, um, which was already announced for the Xbox One and PS4 and the PC. This was announced this year at E3. It's a sci-fi single-player game. Think Fallout 4, but in space. And this is by Obsidian Studios. Funny enough, that's what that's some logistics, some other logistics. But here, here we go. That game is coming to the Switch. Shocker. Shocker. It's coming to the Switch. How? How? There's going to have a third party. A, a, a smaller party. That's going to help port it over. But they announced it on Nintendo YouTube. Nintendo, um, Twitter, everyone just was floored at how this game is coming to the, um, 
to the Switch. I imagine that this game is going to be equivalent to Skyrim. And another thing, how come Fallout 4 is not on the Switch? That's shocking to me. Next week, DC Online, the DC Universe Online will be on the Switch. That's going to be one of its first MMORPGs. Check it out. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people have gotten their codes so they can do this with you. Some people are special enough to get it. But, um, yeah, it's for free. Um, I'm sure that you're going to enjoy it. Just give them a, just give them a look-see, okay? Give them a look-see. A bit of controversy. Oh, hold on before I jump into something else. So, Nintendo is following PS4 and Xbox format by allowing people to who have the Nintendo Online Pass next week, starting on the 7th to the 13th, you will be able to play the full game of Mario Tennis. Now, they're going to let you play one of their first party full game for an entire week. Um, they're also going to have it on sale, like 30% off. But, the full game. Like, that's amazing. I'm definitely, well, I already have the game, but I'm passing it on to you. There's going to be, they're going to do Toll Tracker tracker on in Japan and Europe they're going to do it with um, Mario Tennis I mean like it's a step in the right direction when it comes to you know the offerings for the online service and I'm sure that this is like a test run and want to see what they're doing but it can possibly mean that you can be they're going to bring more titles in the future it's just it's a good week it's a good week for Nintendo with all of these announcements and whatnot it's well deserved um EA the CEO of EA had a an investment meaning they're doing really good as far as FIFA I didn't know that FIFA had microtransactions like a lot of people you know they're making a lot of their money off of those microtransactions and that is surprising that they are doing that but I know FIFA is huge in Europe but I digress so what happened? What happened was is that they went to the quarter meeting and it was a discussion from their investors as to how come your games are not on the Nintendo Switch because Nintendo Switch is constantly rising. And they gave out this stupid, cheap answer talking about well a lot of people have their games 
who have a Switch have a PS4 and an Xbox One, but they prefer to play it on the Xbox One. So we're not going to bring our, you know, big major titles to the Nintendo Switch. I mean, we're going to keep it at FIFA and whatnot. And one of them, you know, recommended The Sims. Like, that would be perfect. And they was like, well, we don't want to, you know, break up, you know, the already installed base by adding it to the Nintendo Switch. What I got from all of that is that there is something, and I'm going to give you a little bit back history after I finish this one. There is something toxic going on with Nintendo and EA, and I think it started with the Wii U. With the Wii U, they didn't have a strong Nintendo just do not have a strong online infrastructure. But back with the Wii U, EA wanted to add Origins to it. No, 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 it wasn't Origins. No, that sounds someone else. Um, it's EA Play, and they wanted to implement... They wanted to be in full control or try to be in partial control to what Nintendo wanted to do online. You guys remember that app? And there was this big hoopla and Nintendo was like, we're not doing it. And we don't want to do nothing like that because we want our exclusive rights to what we're going to do. We're online. We don't want to be beholden to you and that pissed them off because I remember them soon saying afterwards that they were going to pull back their support on the Wii U and they're going to like you know it was this huge scandal because they they drew a line in the sand saying that we're not bringing our content over to Nintendo and their consoles and the like and I guess they're holding to you know they're holding their ground which is stupid but um they need to sort that out from both ends because I'm not saying Nintendo is innocent because the player base is the one who loses so sort that out Now, another thing happened in gaming this week, and this is the last story, the famous streamer, Twitch streamer, Ninja, has now left Twitch and has signed an exclusive deal to only game and stream on Microsoft Mixer. And when I tell you that these streamers are livid, they are livid. And and I kind of get what they're saying. I didn't know anything about Ninja. Ninja made his name on Twitch. Twitch blew him up. They promoted him. They, they gave him a platform in which he did. He made a lot of money from endorsements from products and just alike and he is like he is fairly new he is fairly new and he got on 
and he dumped Twitch and was like, um, boo, I'm not doing that. I'm going to make this money over here at Mixter. And people are upset because they're like, so you're going to abandon the very platform that puts you on. And he can't share his content with anybody except for Mixer. And and I think it's because he's going to be and watch. He's going to be the go-to guy for Halo Infinity. Watch. He's going to be their spokesperson. And people are looking at it for money, but I think that the man is smarter than what he leads on to be because he's looking for stocks. He's like, if you want to be exclusive like stuff like this, I don't want money, but I want some stocks in this and whatnot, which eventually, you know, turns into money. It's just, it's messed up that he, you know, he just, he just, he just, he, and it came out of the blue. Like, one day he said, New York said he was gone. And he announced it via t- Twitter and Instagram and on YouTube and saying, hey, this is where I'm going. And it starts, like, now. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, such is life. And that was a lot of news for gaming, but... Yeah, that was that was it. Um, and yeah, those were those were top news in gaming. your top stories in pop culture so there wasn't a lot going on but okay there's a lot of touchy subjects but follow me let's start with um Andy Cohen and what happens live he had a couple of guests on one Laverne Cox and Titus Burris. Now, complete shocker that Eddie Murphy has a movie coming out called Dolomite. I didn't know that he, first of all, I didn't even know about it. I saw a photo of it, but I didn't think that it was real. I thought it was like a parody or like a sketch and that he was starring in it. But I didn't know it was going to be a full-on movie. And Titus Burris is playing along with Eddie Murphy. So he goes on Andy Cohen's show. And the question came up from which one of his producers, Clanty Well, saying that, um, you know, how was it to work with Eddie Murphy? And... Titus, you know, proceeded to say that it was wonderful. Like, you know, it was okay. Like, like any other actor, you know, it's like what it is. He was very professional and whatnot. 
But here come Andy trying to be messy and try to get like you know try to try to like you know poke him to say something bad about Eddie. And he wasn't having it, and he was like, um, no, um, he was very professional, and if he was homophobic, he must have been wonderful to me, because he treated me lovely. So, Andy Cohen was trying to, you know, say that Eddie Murphy was having, or he had, he was a problem for the gay community because of his stand-ups, his past stand-ups, which was, um, Delirious and, um, Raw, and both of them was incredible, incredible stand-ups. What they, what they funny? Hell yeah, and I love it, I love it, I love it. I love all of it, especially when he was the one who was like, he can't go to San Francisco because they got 24-hour home on watch. Sweetheart, there is nothing wrong with what he said because, um, hello, yes, they do. And I don't think that he was making fun of the community. I don't think that he was. And this is the thing about what's going on with um, comedy now than with comedy then. He was making light of his experience. Like he he was making light of it. And let's not let's not mince words. When those queens are at those parties, they are catty and they are gossip queens and they do try to round up shit. Oh my god, I am so sorry. But they try to round it up. And he was making light of it and both of his specials. But, you know, Andy was like trying to, you know, be messy. Be messy as she clearly wanted to be. And what it would have read in the tabloids is here comes this black gay man trashing Eddie Murphy before even the film is out. Try to mix, like, you know, try to create rifts between the two. And then it went to Instagram. And Titus read Andy down. Like, girl, look, I'm not the one. And you want to keep that messiness to those cokeheads in which you deal with and whatnot. Because it's like, girl, calm down. Okay? Just calm down. I thought it was hilarious. And I'm happy that um, Titus got Andy together. Other people need to do it too. Because she's messy. Nicki Minaj and Meg the Stallion. Um, you know, had a little Instagram chat, and you know, I was happy to see this because Nicki Minaj has always had problems with female rappers. Like every time, always had this scandal and whatnot. But um, she got on Instagram with Meg and was telling her about the game and sharing with her, you know, on how to, you know. How to, how to keep, like, you know, her integrity and whatnot. I mean, it was a great conversation. 
I enjoyed it for what little I did see. I'm happy for Megan Stallion and again, I am happy to see that Nicki Minaj is finally embracing that female camaraderie when it comes to the rap king because yes, she may have been on top at one point in time, but you know, help her sister out when she wants to come up, you know, don't try to hold on to it because together, you know, you'll do better as a whole. Mario Lopez was in the news this week because he went on a podcast with Candace Owens, who is this right-wing pundit. Um, how did she get a podcast? Well, And he said some disparaging things about parents who, who, who are raising trans children. Now, he was going back to, it was a double-edged sword. He was referring to, like, you know, how three-year-old who, you know, come to their parents and says that they identify as you know, the opposite sex and whatnot. And he was like, don't give them hormones and whatnot. And he doesn't understand, like, you know, why would you want to do that to your kid? I get it. I get it. But he was ill-informed. One, a three-year-old is not coming to their parents talking about that they want to be the opposite sex and if so you don't automatically shut that down you don't you know you don't make them feel ashamed that they said that because are you giving them hormones hell no you don't even give them that's illegal you can't give them hormones and Furthermore, it's kids walk around here talking about that they want to be superheroes. You don't shame them in that. So it's just, it's a mental note. Just take a mental note and say, oh, that's cute and live on. But you have to learn to create an environment and where your child feels comfortable to share something like that with you without feeling like that they're going to be shamed or ostracized or any of that stuff. It's like, you know, be a better parent. This is not for you to, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm having a difficult time understanding all of this if you know that you experience that you may suffer from homophobia transphobia racism just if you had that implanted in your brain and you wake up in the morning you like hey This is just who I am. This is what I want to do. I'm happy. You can't tell me different. 
don't have kids. Don't have kids. And let me explain to you why I say don't have kids. The reason why I say don't have kids is because your child may come out gay. And what are you going to do? Disown them? Your child may come out trans. What are you going to do? Disown them? Your kid may bring in another race into the relationship. What are you going to do? Disown them? So if you don't have enough love in your heart to say that it's okay, you don't have children. Keep that to yourself. Because it's a luck of the draw on what's going to happen with your kid. He since apologized. Shortly, people, his publicist sent out that press release, but no one's taking it seriously. He said it, he meant it. He's just upset because, you know, he works for extra and whatnot, and you know they're not playing over there. Because the very people who he offended watches their show and keep them afloat. So they were like, um, you better clean this up, young man. But enough pets, all that mess. On the lighter note, a, a black lady's sketch show starts on Friday. And it will be starring Quinta Bronson, Robin Dean, Gabrielle Dennis, and Ashley Nicole Black. I've seen an early preview to the show. It's good. It's funny. It's lighthearted. It speaks a lot of truth. The first episode, you're going to enjoy it. I am looking forward to seeing it seeing this series and see how well they do with the numbers and whatnot you can find this on hbo hbo go and whatnot it comes on this friday check it out and now was the top stories in pop culture Thank you for hanging out and listening to another episode of Cheat Thrills. I've been your host, Assyria, and I'll see you again next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheatthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheatthrillspodcast. <laughs>